Hi, everyone. Good afternoon, and welcome to another episode of Environmental Justice Now. My name is Leah Jones, and I am the Faith Community Outreach Coordinator at Virginia Interfaith Power and Light. It is officially a new year with new goals, new opportunities, and new policies. Beginning January 13th, Virginia will open up the Virginia the Virginia General Assembly where laws are changed and created for the Commonwealth of Virginia. This is an exciting time, y'all, especially this year post-2020. Um, for a lot of Virginians, the General Assembly, and some, myself included, is something that we learned about as kids in history books and over the years, the details of how it works, you know, naturally fades to the archives of our brains. So join us today and over the next few weeks, every Friday at 12 p.m. as we briefly review how the Virginia General Assembly works here on this episode, as well as our policy priorities this 2021 season for the next coming weeks. So let's start by talking a little bit about the history of the General Assembly and, you know, just what it is. Um, so the Virginia General Assembly was established at the House of Burgesses at Jamestown way back in 1619. Um, the Virginia General Assembly is known as the oldest legislative body in the Western Hemisphere, if you didn't know. Um, so back in 1619, the General Assembly convened in Jamestown, Virginia, um, from 1619 until about 1699, when it moved to Williamsburg, Virginia, um, and met in the colonial capital. It was eventually moved back here uh, to Richmond and has met there ever since. Um, the Virginia General Assembly meets in Virginia's Capitol building. Um, here, uh, it's a pretty white building. We've all seen it before, probably, if you've ever been um, <laughs> to Belle Isle, especially, to check it out. It's hard to miss. Um, and the thing about it is, uh, considering all the challenges that 2020 presented that are now also carried over into 2021, including COVID-19, General Assembly is definitely going to look a lot different. Um, but we'll talk about that more a little bit later. So uh, before we really start getting into it, let's also have a review of just what makes up the General Assembly. So how does it work? What really gets done here? Like, I know I'm throwing out a lot of words. So um, in order to make our laws, the General Assembly meets, and it consists of a meeting between the Senate and the House of Delegates. Um, this decision to meet this way was solidified back in 1776 in the Virginia Constitution, confirming what is called or referred to as a bicameral, a bicameral legislature, meaning two. This consists of the House of Delegates and the Senate of Virginia. Um, the Senate and the House of Delegates comprises of 140 people total who make the laws known as legislators. There are 40 people in the Virginia Senate and 100 folks in the Virginia House of Delegates making 140 total. 
Um, the General Assembly convenes each year on the second Wednesday in January, um, quickly approaching. Um, and whenever the General Assembly meets, they are reviewing potential bills and resolutions created. So broken down, here are the steps. So someone has an idea of new legislation, write down this legislation after, you know, meticulous uh, research and writing. Um, this bill is presented to delegates and senators. The legislators then decide if they would like to support the new bill and bring it to their committees where the bill is then further reviewed. It is reviewed first in the House of Delegates or it could also happen vice versa in the Senate as well. Um, and after thoroughly reading and making adjustments if wanted, the committee votes. If there are enough, aren't enough votes in favor, the bill will die. So some more, in a more simply put way, the bill starts in the committee or multiple in the House of Delegates, then it goes to the floor for three days. Um, if the bill gets voted in favor for, then it can cross over into the next part of the legislature. So if it starts in the House, it can cross over into the Virginia Senate and the same thing can happen vice versa. Either way, if the bill doesn't make it to crossing over, then it's dead. Um, this assembly session. After all this is done, uh, the governor gets the final say. Um, after analyzing the legislation once, the General Assembly adjourns, and then the General Assembly can reconvene on the sixth Wednesday after General Assembly officially ends um, in order to consider the governor's recommendations and if any veto legislation has occurred. Um, the bills then become law at regular uh, the bills then become law the first day of July after this regular session. So any bills that came into that were passed here at this session um, will come into effect the first of July. Um, so Usually, um, this is quite the chaotic time. Amidst all of this, there's usually lobbyists running to speak with legislators um, and get their opinions out about what they support, what they don't, um, and what uh, legislators should be passionate about this General Assembly. Um, Virginia residents are also making calls to their legislators, writing to their legislators, emails, anything to take action and make sure legislators know what us Virginia residents want from our government. Um, this is why it is so important for us to call our legislators and be active in our local government, know who uh, we should report to, um, know who represents us so we can really voice um, what we want for our area. Um, by being vocal, you are literally contributing to the decisions that are being made. So uh, please be on the lookout and stay tuned for opportunities to learn more about how you can get involved this General Assembly session along with us at Virginia Interfaith Power and Light. Um, and now I'll talk a little bit more about how Virginia Assembly will look this year um, in 2021. So this year, um, like I said, General Assembly will start January 13th and will occur until the 27th of February. Um, like I mentioned earlier, um, usually everyone can be in and out of the Capitol building, but of course with COVID-19, 
things aren't <laughs> going to go that way at all uh, for safety reasons. Um, so instead, uh, we will be meeting on Zoom as best as we can um, and meeting with our legislators that way. Um, and having lobby meetings will still occur even though they won't be as they usually are. Um, as I listed, um, there are opportunities to sign up to lobby along with us. Um, you can find those over on our website. Um, you can volunteer here at this link um, to sign up to volunteer as a lobbyist with us. You can um, sign up to not only uh, reach out to legislators making calls or writing, um, to legislators, you could also write op-eds, write LTEs, um, post on social media, um, make posters. Um, but once again, if you would like to sign up uh, to volunteer with us and lobby with us, there is an opportunity there as well as at an event called Day for All People that I'll talk a little bit more about later. Um, now I will go a little bit more into about what we're actually be supporting this year um, in the General Assembly as our policy priorities. Um, so here are the things that you can get behind this year. Um, as discussed, we've done a couple of shows now on the human right to water. Um, us, along with Food and Water Watch, are leading a campaign um, to fight for the human right to water resolution that is being patroned by Delegate Ayer. Um, this resolution proposes that water is a human right first and foremost. Um, the realities of COVID-19 have exacerbated and amplified more than ever the critical importance of water as a quality of life issue. Um, and for some residents, um, access to fresh water may be the difference between sickness and health or life and death in many cases, especially as uh, we continue to fight disease and sickness. Um, Virginians across the state have been and continue to be locked out of equitable water sources due to affordability challenges facing water shutoffs. Um, with freshwater and groundwater increasingly threatened by storm surges, sea level rise, drought, um, the state of Virginia, it's important for the state of Virginia to acknowledge its responsibility to protect its water sources um, and ensure equity for its residents to making sure that everyone has access um, and can afford water for growing food, cooking, bathing, and of course, sanitation purposes. Um, like I said, please review, go back to our older shows um, where we talk more about water um, and why it is so important that it be deemed um, a human right. Um, you can go back on those shows on our website and you can also learn more about it on our, um, on our GA, under our GA policy priorities on our website as well. Um, we have also created a petition if you would like to further show your support for this issue. Um, and you can sign it here at this link, um, as well as get the organizations that you support to sign on to our sign on letter, um, which is also listed on, which will also be listed on our website. Something else um, that we are supporting this year as a policy priority um, is strengthening, strengthening the Environmental Justice Act um, that was passed in the last session. 
Um, this bill amends that Virginia Environmental Justice Act of 2020. Um, the proposed amendments clarify and expand the existing environmental justice policy um, requiring state agencies to adopt agency-specific environmental justice policies um, and further develop the um, environmental justice interagency work group that already exists. Um, this bill also requires additional considerations for new permit applications to the Department of Environmental Quality and requires local planning commissions to include an environmental justice strategy when developing a scheduled comprehensive plan. So really this bill is just about strengthening um, the act and really putting environmental justice communities at the forefront um, when these government agencies are um, working in communities, especially EJ communities. Another really exciting thing to support, uh, policy to support for us this 2021 season um, is equity in public transportation and modernization of public transportation that's being patroned by Delegate McQuinn. Um, this is a study um, that we're uh, supporting this General Assembly um, and the bill will allow the Department of Rail and Public Transportation to conduct a transit modernization, modernization needs study to really figure out, you know, what would be best as we move forward um, with modernizing Virginia transportation and Virginia transit. Um, right now, the systems across Virginia lack a lot of the necessary infrastructure to boost ridership, reduce traffic, and lower air pollution across the Commonwealth. Um, this is no secret to anyone who lives in the Virginia area. Um, moving around is not always the easiest. Um, and when you are able to move around, there are a lot of emissions associated with um, the way that you move because most of our trips are taken in cars um, just because of the way that our systems are set up. Um, so the DR, the Department of Rail and Public Transportation would conduct with this bill, um, an audit of full of a full array of transit necessities that are that aren't in place, including benches, shelters, um, real-time arrival signs, um, GPS technology, even um, so that we're able to track the buses live, along with integrated payment systems, um, dedicated bus lanes, making sure that they're more present throughout the Commonwealth um developing transit electrification infrastructure system map, system maps um increasing the access accessibility to bus stops as well as um increasing sidewalks and pedestrian infrastructure um and requiring each transit authority to have a public transit riders as voting members um this means that we're fighting for people who actually ride in transport the transportation to be included in making the decisions um, on these boards uh, for public transportation. So the public also gets a say in what they would like to see out of their transportation. Um, by, conduct, by ultimately conducting this modernization needs assessment, we could create a list of the investments required to create more mobile and resilient transportation systems throughout Virginia and really figure out what needs to be done to make the first steps happen to get us going.
Another exciting policy priority for VIPO this year is um, the supporting the heat stress and farm workers protections bill, which is patient patroned by Senator Hashmi. Um, climate impacts around are around us already. It's no secret. Um, it's important to make sure that we're adapting to these changes as well as mitigating carbon pollution. Um, Virginians are already seeing warmer and more extreme heat with rising daily peak temperatures, outdoor workers, we have to consider them in this equation, um, such as farm workers and construction workers who are a vulnerable population because they're at high risk of facing health effects from working for prolonged periods in these extreme heating temperatures that continue to rise um, over the years. Um, having to deal with uh, health effects such as heat strokes, um, or anything along those lines is definitely something that uh, we should be fighting against. Um, so this bill will require the Virginia Safety and Health Codes Board to require to create regulations on heat stress for outdoor workers. Um, this bill would help farm workers and other workers who are outdoors and protect them from some of these uh, harmful health effects that can occur because of extreme temperatures. So on the last um, tick of our policy priorities um, uh, that we're supporting this year in 2021, GA um, is supporting the Green New Deal Act that's patroned by Delegate Razul. Um, Virginia Interfaith Power and Light supports the Green New Act, Green New Deal Act, and um, this bill calls for uh, clean energy investments to be directed to EJ communities. Um, basically mandating that 40% of funding for programs directed at attaining annual clean energy goals um, be directed to investments in clean energy facilities in EJ communities, environmental justice communities. Um, so this is basically saying that um, this, I'm basically saying that um, this bill is mandating that 40% of the funds that are being directed at clean energy efforts also be directed um, to energy, clean energy facilities in environmental justice communities, making sure that environmental justice communities uh, also reap the benefits as we move to a cleaner economy. Um, this bill also supports a moratorium on fossil fuel, fossil fuel infrastructure, um, boosting uh, the renewable energy economy um, and preventing the build out of fossil fuel infrastructure um, that could hinder Virginia moves to a that could hinder Virginia's move to a carbon zero economy, um, which is necessary for us to achieve the best economic outcome for Virginia, especially in this time of COVID nineteen. Um, so those are most uh, precedented or most precedented important policies that we're supporting this year at twenty twenty one GA. Um, and, uh, now I'll share a little bit more, um, about actually, um, the Green New Deal. Um, I forgot, I failed to mention that a really big part of the Green, supporting this policy is, works behind the fact, um, that ratepayers should not have to pay for unnecessary dinner, dirty energy projects as we move towards a cleaner energy economy.
Um, so it's important that we support this bill. Um, as the cost for renewables continue to fall, a fossil fuel infrastructure moratorium is needed so Virginians don't end up having to shoulder the cost of any new fossil fuel infrastructure that tries to um, build upon itself and increase utility rates. Um, so please stay tuned a little bit longer to hear more ways that you can take action with us um, this GA season. Okay, so as I mentioned before, um, please go to our website um, where you can take action with us this GA season. Um, it starts next Wednesday. Please sign up to be a volunteer um, where you can do an assortment of things. Even if you don't want to directly talk to your legislators, um, you can email them. Um, you can uh, sign and share our petitions um, with your networks. Um, you can also write LTEs or an op-ed on any of the policy priorities that we have this year for General Assembly, um, as well as if you wanna do something uh, more visual and fun, you can post on social media. Um, you can write, um, not write, you can make posters for us. Um, for a few outdoor events we have coming up, uh, safe events we have coming up. Um, and uh, yes, that is the greatest ways that you can get involved with us this GA season. Um, we All of our materials are on our VAIPL.org GA 2021 website. Um, if you would like to lobby with us there, like I said, please sign up. If you would also like to get involved um, lobbying in another point, we have another event going on along with Virginia Interface Center called Day for All People, um, where we will be having a week of lobbying. Um, if you would like to sign up there as well, please do so um, and support us there. As well, there's one more thing I would like to mention. Um, as we continue to support our water as a human right resolution, um, we are having a press conference next. Um, I don't, I'm, I'm trying to remember what day of the week this is, but it's January 19th. We are having a press event um, where we will be raising up the message of water as a human right and why this resolution is so important. Um, we plan to have speakers there, so please feel free uh, to come out with your mask and socially distance safely as we raise this up this General Assembly. Um, during um, Day for All People, we are also hosting a couple of workshops where we'll be talking, one, about the human right to water as a resolution as well, as in addition to energy burden, a workshop on that. Um, so please find the schedule on the Day for All People website um, that we put across the screen a bit earlier. Here it is again, um, where you can sign up for those workshops as well. Uh, so I think this is all the information we have to share with you today about our policy priorities for General Assembly um, this GA season. Um, we are just getting started. So like I said, every week, Friday at 12 p.m., we'll be back here um, to talk about each policy priority 
as well as updates with what's going on um, and where our policies are in General Assembly moving forward. Um, so please be sure to tune in over the next few weeks as we continue to build upon our campaigns and fight for the change that we want. So thank you all so much and we'll see you next week.